Welcome to Amazing Soul. Your host, Angela Zabel, and her team in the non-physical realm are here to help you with the challenges you have been facing in your life. Now, please welcome Angela Zabel. Welcome, everyone, to Amazing Soul, and this is part of Voice America's Empowerment Channel. It is so exciting to bring that information forward. And tonight I am your host, Angela Zabel. I am a teacher, coach, and a medium. I work with people on the non-physical. I have a team on the other side. And it is all about guidance, bringing mediumship, working with those on the other side, and bringing guidance and mentoring to a people that I work with. And you can find out more about me on AngelaZabel.com. So tonight we are going to be working with and talking with Dorothy Morgan. She is a world-renowned astrologist. And we're going to be talking about how astrology can help you navigate 2023 and beyond. What are the most important things you should know about your birth chart? What types of information you should look for in apps and websites about astrology? And the benefits you'll receive by understanding your birth chart or astrology in general. There's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) (laughs) And tonight, Dorothy Morgan. So who the heck is Dorothy Morgan? So Dorothy Morgan is, she started her path in astrology in 1988 and over the years has invested her time evolving herself as a teacher, speaker, writer, and a vlogger. She's had the privilege to share her information with clients, students, and astrological enthusiasts all around the world. She has a YouTube channel. Make sure to check that out. And it's such a, for her, it's a joy to give lectures in astrological associations and develop projects with private groups and events. She focused on, she likes to focus on challenges because her passion for teaching people at all levels is always present because she lives it herself and she finds astrology as empowering as it in, as it is fascinating. She's been the treasurer of the Seacoast Astrological Association in New Hampshire and also the president of the Astro- Astrological Association and it was a way for her to give back to the communi- community that she loves. She's a Gemini, keep that in mind. So she's naturally fun-loving and upbeat. She's grounded and very easy to talk to, which I've got to attest to. (laughs) And she has decades of knowledge and she has much lived experience. And there's things that are comforting when you're talking with someone that's really established and knows what and understands and the practices of astrology and understands a good ways to teach it. She offers mentoring, certificate training, things on your year ahead, your story, current energy, a whole package, compatibility, partnerships, love, finding out about your child and your inner child, doing check-ins throughout. And she also hosts events like the Circles of Wisdom on the fourth Wednesday of each month, the Mercury Retrograde Talks three times a year, Astrology of 2023. And she also creates some special items out of sea glass, which I find very intriguing. (laughs) So make sure to check out her information on DorothyMorganAstrologer.com, also her YouTube channel, of Dorothy Morgan, Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon, which those are Dorothy Morgan astrologers. So, Dorothy, that's so intriguing. I've been looking through your bio, looking through everything, and it's been so interesting. And I just want to thank you for being on Amazing Soul today. I am so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's like, oh, you're making me blush. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. This is wonderful. One of the things I was looking at with your information is 
you come on and you are a practical and a logical person, a very practical and logical. Is mm-hmm. that part of what drew you to astrology? And what was that spark that started you on your astrological journey? So tell us more. <laughs> Great question. That is, that is what, what, what got me because uh, I had just um, moved back to New Hampshire from out west. I was out west in the military for a little while, came back and to my family's flower shop business. And there was an astrologer that worked there. I didn't know she was an astrologer. She was a, a florist at that time and practicing. She'd been about studying about a year. Kim Rogers Gallagher. A nice. lot of people would know who she is. And she started talking to me about my chart. And I was like, <laughs> right. I just didn't believe it. I said a, probably a, a, a few swear words, but I was like that. No. So I met I met this person, Kim Rogers Gallagher, and she was a, an astrologer just learning. And so she was when you first learn, you're always excited to look at other people's charts. You know, that's just one of the main things when I teach the beginners as well. It's like, whose chart do you got? Let's study that after our own. And she was telling me some things, you know, started talking about my own chart and I I just didn't believe it. So she, you know, she got my information and then started telling me more. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Tell me some more. So I wanted to know more. And she just kept telling me a little bit more and a little bit more because my logical, practical person that I am, I just didn't believe it. Right. I was like, now this stuff's just, you know, hooey. I, 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 I love I love the idea. There's so many people <laughs> I talk to where they first start getting into this. They're like, this stuff is just crazy. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. And then when they start going down the path, they're like, oh, there might be something to this. Yes. There really might be. <laughs> and yeah, I, I've, I've mentored and worked with number numerous students throughout the years that that's the same case, you know, because, you know, there is a lot of um, just pop astrology is I guess the best way to say it. It's just pop astrology. It's it's amateur stuff and it's fun and it's the gateway into astrology. Sun sign astrology, which is what's your zodiac sign? That's what most people know as what we call sun sign astrology. You know, I'm a Gemini, but there's a whole lot more to me than just being a Gemini. And you know, so it's so that's where people come in, and but that's where people will judge. If they're going to judge something like this, that's where they judge it. They judge it on the utmost superficial level of what astrology is. It's still accurate, you know, Gemini's a Gemini, Cancer's <laughs> Cancer, etc. But it is so much deeper than that. I mean, there are scholars and academics that are, you know, this is how far astrology goes back thousands of years. So there's, it's not a pseudoscience. It's not pretend. There's a lot to it. And so that was my path. I started off with being one of those people that thought it was just not real. And I just had to know more. And so, I mean, within weeks of of meeting her, I started studying with her because she had just started a beginner class back in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> the internet was just beginning many many did not even have a desktop computer laptops didn't exist in the public forum and we used books i mean this is just like a tenth of my books this you know so you had to learn with a person with books and and so anyways that was to answer that question that's i can go off on that because we're going to talk about apps and websites etc but um, that's where that's where it began for me. And so, you know, I took my time and I studied and, you know, that was back in 1988. So 30 plus years ago. And 
I'm teaching students now that were born in the time I started. <laughs> All of a sudden, this last three or four years, it's like, oh, you're born in April 1988. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's when I, uh, <laughs> it's you so kind of cool. You <laughs> bring up a really good point there. You know, there wasn't the internet then, and it was, you were learning from books, you were learning from teachers, from mentors. That was the right. only way to learn it. Yeah. But I, for me, I found there's, I've dabbled into numerology and astrology a little bit, and I found that I like to do the old-fashioned way, per se, mm-hmm. of, of doing it, laying it out by hand, and mm-hmm. then just checking the new programs they have to make sure they work, to make sure yeah. they're accurate. Yeah. And for I, I love how you are very, you have to make sure, you have to investigate, you have to check everything out, make sure yeah. it's going right. <laughs> yeah, even when there's a new technique, because again, you know, all these years later, you know, I'm still going down the rabbit hole of learning something new, just like a new enthusiast to astrology. You know, I mean, I'm still just like, you know, I discover a new system and I'm like, well, what's this about? Is it valid for me? Right. Etc. And so the thing that this might answer one of your questions in the future, but it's just Go part of it. this right now. <laughs> the thing about learning astrology that way is you are taught the absolute beginner information. And that is all that's available to you because if there was, um, you know, just like, of course, on YouTube and Instagram, there's always these short little bursts of something that's happening right now. But, you know, I, I, I didn't hear about certain things that are just mainstream right now until two or three years into studying because there's a, an organized way to study. And for some people, and a lot of people that are enthusiastic about astrology, and yay, um, the, the one of the problems is, is there's so much information that you're not getting a foundation. And to me, that's unfortunate in the situ in, in this in the current environment, because there's so much information available and you really want to learn but you're not even sure where to start because there is just so much information out there. And that's one of the things with students. And I lose students once in a while because it's like, we need to know this first and they've gone off to that. And it's like, no, no, come back. (laughs) You have to know this. (laughs) I think that's very true. It's getting that groundwork down so you can understand the rest of it because the other, a lot of it falls into that, Understanding that groundwork, having that foundation set, because like you said, there is so much to astrology. I mean, you can learn on astrology for the rest of your life and still not tap into everything. Absolutely. That's my point, too. I mean, I'm over 30 years studying. And again, I still go down these rabbit holes. It's just like, oh, this is so good. It's like, oh, what is this about? Is it valid for me? Do do I want to use it? Do I want to add it to my client work and things like that? And and some things I do and some things I just learn for myself and just say, oh, that was cool. I really like that. It's not something I need to, to do or talk about because I'm one of my, the reason I'm so enthusiastic is because I, I do live it. I don't let it rule my life though. Right. When That's I have to do point. something, such a good point. I think the cosmic muffin said that if anybody remembers him, but I do, I, I live it and I, and I use it every, almost every day. Sometimes I don't look at my own chart, but I still, if I have things to do, I, I won't go and look at an app. I don't use apps 
but I won't go and look at my my ephemeris and say I shouldn't do something if I know I need to do that, whether the stars say it's a positive thing or not. I mean, there are some things I do plan out. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But if I know I need to do something like today, for example, today, you and I, the day we're recording this, let's put it this way. Right. Mercury is stationary, meaning every, a lot of people know what Mercury retrograde they, they think they know what it's about, and some do. <laughs> so explain it for people who... <laughs> right. The thing is, it is stationary to retrograde today, and it's just an optical illusion of the planets in the sky that it goes backwards. But when Mercury is retrograde, it's, an, it's a period and stationary like it is today. It's like stopping before it goes to reverse. We shouldn't be initiating something new. But this is what we're choosing to do. It's actually everything else is really wonderful for our charts. I looked at your chart for <laughs> our charts to do this. So even though Mercury is stationary, that's okay. You know, it's I'm not going to let it stop me from creating what I want to create at this point in time. Okay. So that's how I'm aware of it. But I'm also not going to let it prevent me from forward movement if that is something I need to do, or even for retrospect. And so you bring up a really good point of, yeah. like, before we got together, you asked for my information so you could look at my chart to see if it was it was a good, a good fit, if it was going to fit mm-hmm. with you, if you thought we could work well together. And that's something I think people don't realize, that yeah. they can actually use the charts of people they are thinking of working with or business relationships or regular relationships to see, do we fit or is this going to yeah. be kind of a difficult one for us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even if you know you you not in this situation, not between you and I, but even if you discover that there might be some difficulty between you and another person, for example, in communicating, then I would, like, if I was to look at these two charts, I would inform this, you know, you that it's an opportunity to learn how to communicate differently. In So you can communicate, just as an example. There are many ways that two charts will interact. However, um, that's a piece of that. So Mercury retrograde in in two minutes. Um, I have a video of that on my YouTube channel, so you can check that out. Um, That was posted uh, just a few days, early, mid-December. What it is, is Mercury represents our communication and our moving and um, and back and forth between people, how well we listen, etc. And when it's retrograde, the main point of it is to slow down and take your time and to listen more and to reevaluate and to go over things that you've been doing the previous approximately three weeks or so and take your time. And all of the Mercury retrogrades, it happens three times a year. This year, coming up, 2023, we start the year with a retrograde and we end one, and then we have two in the middle. So there's actually four this year officially, but they're all in Earth, the Earth signs, the Earth signs. So one of the main themes for 2023, just looking at this one planet, Mercury, being retrograde in the Earth signs, he's going to spend a lot, a huge amount of time in Earth. That is about grounding, getting 
grounded and more logical and more practical. And again, bringing things to earth, bringing things down because, and just from 2022 and, and prior year, so many things up in the air. One of the themes is to focus on what is stabilizing for you, what makes you feel safe, grounded, and secure. So that's one of the main themes that we'll see with the planet Mercury. And that's a theme for everybody. does not matter what your sun sign is. This is for everybody's use. I love that. And it, and yeah. it really is really, it, and I think all through the last few years has really been what's best for you? What are ways to keep yourself calm and centered? Yeah. How to mm-hmm. move yourself through changes without getting wrapped up in all yeah. of the changes that are happening around you? Mm-hmm. And and to keep, and I think, you know, learning that centering ability, learning to, to find ways that make you happy. And I think that's something yeah. a lot of people are really tapping into in the last few years. What mm-hmm. makes me happy? What's good for me? Yeah. And I think it's an absolutely wonderful aspect of way the time has changed and it has made such an impact with people. And going forward, I think it's going to be so important for people to understand more about themselves. And that's why Mm -hmm. I think astrology is something, you know, it's not the regular roadmap like some people may think it is. Mm-hmm. But it sure carries a lot of great information if yeah. you're willing to tap into it just a little bit and see what's there. Yeah. And there's so much there. And there so is. I, w- I want to say thank you for being here so far. We have been talking with Dorothy Morgan and we've been talking about astrology and how it helps us and things about what's going on with 2023, what we're going to have to be aware of a little bit, especially with the grounding. It's going to be so very important. And after the break, we're going to go in deeper. We're going to be talking about different websites, apps, ways, things for you to navigate and how to find the information for you. So with that, I'm looking forward to all of you joining us as we come back. And remember, if you have any questions for myself or Dorothy, you can call in at 866-346-9141. And I will see you after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, a view through the veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. 
on Read My Lips Radio, producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, invites you to eavesdrop on her live, unscripted conversations with smart, savvy, creative people as she discovers what makes them tick, where they find their inspiration, when creativity first became their passion, and how their creative process can inspire the rest of us to think out of the box. Enjoy, a.k.a. Radio Red's always lively, cool conversations with creatives. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Oh, how those lips can talk. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Amazing Soul. Have a question for Angela, her team, or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to Angela. Welcome back to Amazing Soul. And today I have Dorothy Morgan with me, a world-renowned astrologist. And she is here talking about how astrology helps uh, helps you, helps us moving forward in 2023. We've talked about grounding is going to be so important going forward and how we are going to have actually have four retrogrades coming up in 2023. So we're going to go back to Dorothy and Dorothy, I am, it's been exciting to talk about these different subjects. And a lot of people are also wondering out there, you know, where do I look? What, what am I looking for? There's so many websites, so many apps, so much information out there. What are the things to really look for that for you are key in saying like, yeah, I like this or I don't like this. What makes it you like it or don't like it? Um, yeah. I, you know, first off, I don't use any of the phone apps at all because they give us, um, you know, there's, there's, there, you know, a lot of people who aren't studying astrology, but love it and and want it for their everyday life and, and everyday life. Um, you know, it works really well for them, but they still come to me <laughs> when they have a session and say, you know, time passages is one of them. It says this. What does that mean? <laughs> so um, it, they're fun. They're fun to, to use. Again, I'm, I'm not going to take too many of them too seriously um, because you always have to look at the whole picture. Again, take it with a grain of salt. If it resonates with you, Trust yourself. Trust what you know inside if it feels accurate or not. Because the AI, it's it's artificial. You know, it's just, it's not, I don't even know if you want to call it AI, but the software on any of the apps is only looking at things from a very generic sense. So they're only looking at two planets that are connected in a certain way. And there's a definition for them, but it's also not looking at the big picture, which is your natal chart. How do you, how do you respond? How you respond to things um, can is very different than how somebody else, even if you're both Gemini's or Cancer, because there are other things involved, birth, place, time, and you know, daytime and place, right? Represents um a lot of differences. And even even twins that are born minutes apart. There's conscious choices and different things that we're focusing on. So to me, the apps, they're fun, they're accurate enough, but they're never, ever looking at the bigger picture. 
Because again, they can be looking at, say, for example, Venus rules our love for life. And you could be having an aspect between our, you know, two planets that really um, excite the love life, if you will. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) But if you're not in a relationship with anybody, and this says your love life is going to be really hot today, uh, it might not, it doesn't have any meaning to you because it doesn't know where you are in your current life circumstances. And that is a real big key and a real important component to um, to just to know and to understand when you are um, you actively using the apps. They're fun. They're accurate enough. But again, they don't know the whole picture. And so how do you get that? I mean, you can't have someone like myself in your pocket every day because that's <laughs> Yes, you could. Some people might want to. <laughs> I would want to. <laughs> and and it takes it takes time to learn astrology to be able to it, it in a real in a real good way. I mean, if you really study strong for a year solid, you will be able to understand your own astrology chart on just your own chart and the charts of other people. However, when you start adding where is everybody in the sky compared to your chart, that's another whole level. That takes another number of years, years. So as far as the apps go, fun, not overly accurate. Take it with a grain of salt, especially if you like it. That's fine. Um, And then when it comes to, yeah. And (laughs) then here's another thing I want people not to fall Pray to, and I've seen this on a lot of the social media. It just runs through advertising, where somebody says they can teach you to read astrology in six weeks. Hmm. That is never, never true, never, ever. And people do fall for that. They're going to like, you know, it's just you know, big market. It's a big marketing funnel, and it's not accurate at all. You will never learn that quickly. You'll learn about a few. You can learn about a few things, but you will not be able to read your own astrology chart in four or six weeks. It's just so. Don't don't fall for that. I like how you. I like how you put that out there to say, you know, this is. It's kind of like the apps where you're going to get an overview, a basic overview, but to actually get in and really dive in on charts, that takes a lot, a lot of experience. And that's something for you. That's why I was Mm -hmm. so impressed with, you know, and I've watched different of your episodes on YouTube and I'm like, yeah, she knows what she's talking about. (laughs) It does. And it really does take that experience. I mean, it took, I did not start reading other people's charts for 15 years. Wow. 15 years because I didn't feel that I had it, you know, that I was conf- confident enough with it. Again, because that's just how I learned. I mean, for the first 10 years, you're just, you're learning with books. Now, you know, you can go to, you know, Kepler College or which is in um, Washington State. There's a lot of very good schools that teach astrology. There's a lot of astrology schools out there. I've taught beginners off and on for years. Um, but if you're, you know, anyway, some people really need official certificates. And so yeah. there's schools for that too. There are <laughs> schools for that too. <laughs> but um, yeah. And again, that's, it's just important. Um, where was I going with that? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so for you teaching people, 
Yeah. You know, I'm kind of getting a sense from you that when you're teaching people, it's more of an ongoing, almost a mentorship through the astrological charts so they can understand the next level and the next level and the next level because there are so many levels to this. And and that's something too, when we talk about reading people's charts and you talked about the natal chart, can you kind of talk a little bit about what is the natal chart and mm-hmm. what are some key points oh, you're, yeah. that you're looking for in the natal mm-hmm. charts? So the natal chart is, you know, the snapshot when you took your first breath. And so not everybody knows what time they're born, but that's actual, that's a key component so we need to know your your day of you know your date so what you know the month day and year and the exact time of birth and then um i i need the latitude and longitude but you don't have to give me that you just give me the uh the city and the state or you know the city and the province whatever whatever it is for your country and and then i have professional software that I've been using since it started. It's called Solar Fire. I use it. Uh, it's all it's for PCs. And um, yeah, I've been using it since it began. We had dot matrix and everything. If you even know what that is. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> we had dot matrix printers and everything. I was like, oh my God, I don't have to draw this out by hand anymore. I was felt like such a blessing. It took, it takes about an hour and a half for me. It's trigonometry to cast a chart by hand. And I'm so glad I don't have to do that anymore. If You know, you know the thing is it's, it's difficult to do, but mm-hmm. I bet that also was part of something that really helped you get a little bit more of a foundation down to understand it a little bit more on a little mm-hmm. bit deeper level than yeah. what most do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the very, very professional schools teach that too. And uh, some of the bigger um, astrological, all all of the astrological associations have their own uh, curriculum as well. NCGR, ISAR, um, oh, I can't think of them all, but there's a number of the big, do you just Google astrology associations and you'll see that there's like four or five major ones um, throughout the world. And they also have their own uh, curriculums to learn and they will you have to know how to handle it to cast a chart by hand yeah they want you to do that it's a lot of work <laughs> it is a lot of work and so what happens is you know it's just a snapshot the earth spins you know faster than the planets are moving right and so the earth is spinning so everybody ends up in a different if you've ever looked at an astrology chart it's got 12 pieces to it those are houses and all the planets end up somewhere depending on where they are in the sky right now or at the moment of your birth and so it gives us that snapshot and from from my perspective this is what the soul is the soul has chosen this to learn certain lessons and to understand that's what humanity that's what the soul in a human body is all about some of us for a long time i wouldn't be able to comprehend this like how could i have really chosen that that was hard and that was horrible and how did i choose that but if you can really step away from the humanness just for short periods of time in meditation i the way i get there is one through meditation um you can see it's like all right i see that lesson boy it hurt and it was hard when i was in it and I can see it. So that snapshot um, gives me, as a person who can read it, you know, I can see the biggest picture of who you are. And then we start to narrow it in. 
So where the sun sign is, you know, where the zodiac sign we are, that's where the ego wants to shine. These are three major points, but the whole picture is is the major point, honestly. But you know, everybody knows what their sun sign is. Um, the sun does not change zodiac signs at midnight. So <laughs> just because that doesn't happen, <laughs> it doesn't happen. So like we just had the sun enter Capricorn, that's the winter solstice. Some days, some years it happens on December 20th and some years it's December 21st. Just depends first off where you are on the planet, because sometimes it is two different days, even if it's within, you know, a certain period of time. So anyways, there's that wiggle room. So your sun sign is your ego and what you're, where you're learning to shine. We're not always good at the sun sign that we are. We're learning that sign. That's what we're learning. So that's the first thing we have to know. So again, most of us know what our sun sign is. Some people think they know, <laughs> but the time of day, I had, I, had a, I had a client that for uh, her first 55 minutes, when she was 55, <laughs> she always thought she was an Aries, 29, the last day of Aries. And I do her chart and I'm like, Mm-mm-mm, you were born a half hour into Taurus and she's a Taurus. So she got, she was couldn't believe it, but it worked and what out. A, and what a difference it makes that little change in the chart, you know, even that half hour, those few minutes, it's amazing what a, it a change it makes in you. And to understand how you operate by understanding your chart at a little bit deeper level, I think yeah. is so key for people. Yeah. And that's what I love. I love teaching that when I, when I do teach just a quick course, um, it's the sun sign, the moon sign and the rising sign. So the moon, wherever the moon is, Everybody loves watching the moon. All you have to do is pay attention every night and see if it's in the same place. And it's not. It's going to be further east every single night because that's just how it works. At the same time every night, though, go out at the same time every night. Look for the moon. It's going to be really low. Sometimes it's really high. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's there. The moon moves fast. The moon in a sign, the moon in in astrology represents how we feel how we express our emotions, how we want to be, how how we feel comforted when we're to be when we need nurturing and caring. So the the moon will be in a zodiac. Every planet will be in a zodiac sign. So when the moon is in a zodiac sign, say the moon's in Gemini. We're going to pick on Gemini tonight. The moon <laughs> is Gemini. That usually means that if a person, when they're feeling emotional. Gemini is about communicating and talking. Emotionally, they, they want to talk things out, talk things out. If the moon is in a water sign, like its own sign, Cancer, it wants, it really feels deeply and it needs those things to feel comforted, whether it's a warm cup of tea, a blankie, you know, a good food, whatever makes you feel comforted. The moon in the sign of Capricorn, for example, a person is going to feel, they're going to be emotionally logical, mm. practical. They're not going to be somebody who is overly emotional to begin with. They're, you're going to want somebody with the moon in Capricorn around you if you have an emergency because they're going to say, <laughs> hey, you do this, you do that, you do that, go get here, I'll hold your hand, I'll blah, blah, blah. Later on, they'll have their meltdown. 
because it is, you know, if you're in an emotional situation, but at first it just seems logical, practical. If the moon's in a fire sign, say like Leo, that's where your moon is. No, your moon's yeah. Taurus. Taurus, Taurus, yep, Taurus. Taurus is very earthy and very grounded and you love, and and you love things. Things comfort you. Good food, beautiful flowers, earthy grounded things really comfort you. And anyway, it's very true. It really is. The moon in Taurus, you guys are usually good entertainers too, because you... I'm um, an entertainer, but yeah. Well, you know. But I love my flowers. Everybody's a little different, right? Absolutely. And you know, and that moon in Leo is fiery, so you're going to want to pay attention, and if, if if it's in the fire sign, so that's those are those are a couple of things that are important. The sun, my ego, and what I'm learning to express. The moon, how I express my emotions. That sign, and then the rising sign also has a couple names. It's called the rising sign or the ascendant. Also, the first house cusp. That is. Like immediately you take your first breath, wherever east is, you look east and the zodiac belt is invisible, but it's out there and we can just see where that line is and what it goes to. And that is the persona that the world sees us, how the world sees us. And without anyone getting to know us, it's our front door. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's, so whatever zodiac sign that is, that's what's expressed first and that's typically when people say, hey, guess my sign, which I'm like, don't, no, I'm not going to do that because there's too many other things that could be. But a lot of people will guess the person's rising sign because that's the energy we express before anybody gets to know us. So those are three of three major components, but there are more. And I'm not sure where we are in our time, so I don't want to run over but yeah yeah there's there's so much more so that's where i start and then we talk about mercury what sign that is how i communicate venus how i love and what i value so those are the per- personal planets the four personal planets and the ascendant so do you think do you feel like that uh, there's a lot of things that are really not dependent, but are really enlightening when you really understand your chart at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially when a person learns that they have a moon sign and that how am I comforted when I'm emotional? And even when somebody needs comfort from me because they're emotional, how I respond to them. That's my nature. And that's how I want to be nurtured and cared for. And that's how I respond to others. And sometimes it's not compatible because if somebody else wants, you know, hugs and comfort like that, but another person like that moon in Capricorn is like, well, what do you need? I can get you what you need. (laughs) You want a hug? No. What do you need? (laughs) (laughs) So those, those things give us a lot of insight into who we are and who we are with a partner. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I want to let everybody know that right now we're going to be going to a break. We've been having a great time talking with Dorothy Morgan. And I am excited because we have been sharing what in the in the birth charts has been so important, what you should be looking for. And as we come back from the break, we're going to dive in a little deeper. So join us when we come back from break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you become a member yet? 
Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. On Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, Dr. Veerdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Amazing Soul. Have a question for Angela, her team, or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to Angela. Welcome back to Amazing Soul. And we are talking with Dorothy Morgan today. We have been talking about birth charts, the information you're finding in your birth charts, why there's certain things that when we're, we're hitting kind of real high level on birth charts. We're going to let you know that right now. There is so much more in depth that you can gain by talking and working with someone like Dorothy because she's going to dive in deeper and she's been working with the charts for over 30 years. So she knows intuitively what to look for for you and she she follows her intuition because i know dorothy you're using your intuition on those birth charts <laughs> i am yeah yeah the chart is there and it, of course you know i get that and then it's just yeah the the intuition and, and that comes from experience yeah not just reading an app <laughs> And, and that's something so important because there's, yeah. you know, there's there's the basic uh, kind of sugar coating information, mm-hmm. which is basic, which is good. It's good on the surface, and sometimes it's good for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when mm-hmm. you really want to dive in, it's really understanding your charts at a deeper level, especially your birth charts. Going into that, and we had talked briefly uh, in between. We had talked about the life path and and understanding what's going at coming up for you. So do you want to go into a little bit more about the life path and what's there for people? I can. The life path um, is like the whole chart is what our soul is here to do. You know, why? Um, The way I see the life path, it's these things called the lunar north and south nodes. And they're just a position in, in space where we actually have eclipses approximately four times a year. It's 
and everybody has, they, they come in 18 month cycles. So they stay in one zodiac sign for 18 months. So we come in with those north and south node. It basically the north and south node is the north south node is what I've, what I know, what I've brought in from prior lifetimes, what I, um, what I know well, where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do when I am not conscious, unconscious, right? So even if I'm aware and I'm spiritually practicing, there are times when we slip back into our unconscious behavior just because that's where we've been and that is a comfortable position like a groove, right? And then that zodiac sign is exactly opposite what we're striving for and what we're seeking, and that's the north node. And that generally is something that, you know, if you just engage in that zodiac sign, and again, it's going to be in all 12 signs, each of these, in a 19-year period, approximately 19 years. So it takes a while. So the north node, life path, is like, what am I striving for? Mine's in Virgo, so this is the best example for me to give you. It's not that I have to do anything specific. It's just I need to pay attention. I have to do things specific. I <laughs> my my life path is pay attention to the details. Dot. That's it. <laughs> I say that because of my parents. You call you. That's what they used to call me. They still do. My mom. My dad's in heaven or wherever. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. That is, you know, pay attention to the details. So, for, and it doesn't matter what the details are. It doesn't matter why am I here. People ask, why am I here? It's like to do the North Node. So, for me, it, nobody could say you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, you have to be an accountant, you have to be this or that. I could be any of those as long as I pay attention to the details. I can be a cashier, I can, you know, I was a florist for years, paying attention to the details. That's all That's all I need to do. It is more simple than people make it out to be. Focusing on this life path, what zodiac sign is that? And um, I mean, you have to know by having your chart done and whatever. So that to me is something that I love to talk to people about because the pe- a lot of people ask me that all the time. Why am I here? What's my purpose? And I don't want it to feel like it. it most people make it It's such a humongous effort and job, and it's not. You can do as long as you engage in what that North Node is and equally the South Node, but you can't overdo that, what you've done before getting lost in everything, getting lost in things for the South Node in Pisces, North Node in Virgo, take focus on the details. (laughs) I love how you brought up how the life path, so many people put this, almost this big pressure on you, on themselves, like I Mm -hmm. have to do this huge thing, I have to make this huge impact, and really it's about just being you and and going out there and investigating and, and having fun doing it, and taking the pressure off you yeah. to enjoy the journey, enjoy the life and yeah. and find the excitement in it. And that's something so yes. many people I feel is almost detrimental looking for mm-hmm. this specific life path that I need to do that's mm-hmm. so important instead of what's what's why is it not important to enjoy and do and live yeah. your life to the fullest. Yeah. 
good. And that's a great point. And that's that's the point I like to make too when people, and some people don't believe me and they go on and I never hear from them again. And, you know, <laughs> that's okay too. You know, I, I just share what I share and it's up to you to receive it or not. And that's okay. And, but that's, yeah, it, we don't have to make that such, so big that we can't accomplish it. And yes. sometimes we won't. And if we don't, that's okay too. We'll go you around know? again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Those lessons, they come back around a few, quite a few times. People, you know, talk about peeling the onion and or, or, et cetera. I mean, we come in full circle. And I don't think of it as like a flat plane circle because it's not. We do come back around because astrology is patterns and cycles. And if you watch any YouTube or other podcasts and things like that, you know, we'll say, I always say, hey, look back to this date or that date, pay attention to what, you know, look at what was happening because something similar is coming down the pike again, you know? So instead of being like this flat plane circle of things coming back around, it's a spiral. It's a spiral that moves, whether it goes up or down is irrelevant. It's a spiral that moves. It doesn't stay on a flat plane because we don't live in a, a 2D world. So that's astrology too. So what comes around comes around again, but we've we've learned lessons or we've learned it and we can recognize it sooner. It's like, oh, I'm doing that again. Uh-oh. And don't be mad at yourself when you recognize that you've done something again. Just say, look at how soon I recognize it this time. High five. <laughs> I can get over this quicker now. Things like that. And that's that's how I love to use, you know, what's going on with astrology, cycles and patterns. It's why I encourage people to journal, even if I don't listen to my own words, I journal. I do journal. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> we bit not not like I used to. Um, I do journal, but not like I used to. But when I astrologically, when I see something happening for myself, I make notes of it. This is in my ephemeris. I use I use a, a Llewellyn. It's a book. It's a daily planetary guide. They're great. There's plenty of other companies out there. It's just gives me the astrology for every day, just the symbols for it. I interpret it myself, but I'll see something that's interacting with me and I will write it down and I will write something down. And then I know, you know, six months, 18 months, nine months later, something is going to come around again because I love patterns. It's another thing about astrology, always cycles and patterns. And if you love those kind of things, you love puzzles astrology might be something you'd want to pick up. And That's one thing I think people mm-hmm. don't realize. There is so many uh, kind of templates, patterns, things you can see in there to help you navigate life going forward, to yeah. make it easier to navigate. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we feel like, I mean, all of us have had times where you feel like you're just pushing against a wall and getting nowhere. Oh, yeah. And these astrological charts can really help give you a new perspective on how to move yourself through those situations. Mm-hmm. Kind of an idea of like, oh, there's something else coming up that I can work through, something I can strive for, something that will help right. me move through this. So right. when you do an actual session with people, what does that look like when you're mm-hmm. when they first contact you? What happens there? Yeah, well, it, I, I really do want to find out if they what they know about astrology so I can speak to their level. Because if you don't know a thing, I'm going to do everything not to say one, astro- one astrological word because I don't want you to glaze over. 
because he's like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you, but they glaze over fast. So I do that. But you know what? People, I can usually see what's going on with somebody because there are planets, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, that are slow and they take their time. And we can feel a lot of pressure with those guys. And we can see, and we can see the time frame. It's like, I can see that this period in this year or these months that there is a lot of pressure on you to accomplish X, Y, and Z. So know that you have that. And when you have breaks, give yourself extra space as much as possible to relax because when you have to, you know, deal with this day in and day out, it gets exhausting. So I can see you, we can see that as astrologers, that we can see these things that are coming. You're in a period of that stress and pressure. Lots of times that stress and stress and pressure though creates solid foundations for something that is the next step, whatever that next step is. So you have to build to that next step. That's Saturn. It gives us a lot of hard work, but if you step up and don't pull the and, and don't say, no, I can't do it, then you will accomplish something and it will be worthwhile. And we don't have time to do all the planets, but that's, you know, that's the, that's one of the bigger ones is what's Saturn doing in your chart. And he is, you know, helping us to build for the future in the sky right now, because he's an Aquarius, helping us to nice. build for the future, breaking things down that aren't, that are so old, old, old. So we can then look forward to the future and what's to come. Same thing with the transit of Pluto in the sky. He's at the very end of Capricorn since 2008. He's been breaking things down as we can clearly see what's no longer working when he gets into Aquarius, part of this year coming up, 2023, and then again in 24. Then we'll be looking to build the future. So there's a lot to go on with that too. We're just scratching the surface. And I, I love that. And I know we're yeah. going into the future and it's going to be great. There's so many things getting knocked down. Mm-hmm. And for all of you, I just want to thank you, Dorothy, for being on tonight. And I want to encourage yeah. people to please go to her website, DorothyMorganAstrologer.com. And you can also find her on YouTube, Dorothy Morgan. I've been watching some of your YouTubes and they are great. You want to get some information on things coming up, please check that out. And also you can find her on Instagram, Facebook, and her Patreon channel. So please check into that. And and remember, she has, you can go on her website, sign up for, I believe you have a newsletter, people can sign up Mm -hmm. for that, get information about things coming up. And if you're looking to get a session with her, please check her out because there is so much there to check out. So with all her services coming up, and also I just want to remind everyone to that next week, I will be talking with Carla Fox, and we are going to talk about setting your energetic template for 2023. And it's going to be a fun, interesting one on taking your energy and where you need it to be. So today, I just want to thank everyone for being here. And I hope all of you have an absolutely wonderful new year. And Dorothy, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Everyone have an absolutely amazing new year, and we will see you next year and next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Amazing Soul. We will have another life-changing and inspiring episode next week. Have a beautiful week.